So Sean, how are you keeping? I heard you were in the office on Wednesday. I was. I was making a grand return after two, <laughs> two years away. It was uh, really cool just to get to see so many faces that haven't seen in such a long time and new hires that have come in over the past uh, couple of years that just we've never met face to face. So yeah, it, it was epic. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, I was in on Tuesday, so we missed each other. Maybe yeah. next week. Next week, yeah. So I think I'm going to plan definitely to go in one or two days a week. Like that, it's nice also to just break up the week, get in, meet everybody, see what everyone's up to, catch up on news and that kind of thing. I'm a big fan of the hybrid model, Madison. Yeah, no, it's great. Same. And uh, so I suppose what are we going to be discussing then on today's podcast? We have two very exciting guests, two of our colleagues. We sure do. Yeah. So what we're going to dive into today, Madison, is an area that we tend to get questioned quite a bit about. And that's what are the differences between working as a software developer or a software tester or a systems analyst in a tech consulting environment versus a non-consulting environment and the differences between the two. So I guess that's what we're going to dive into and explore today. Okay, brilliant. And I know I mentioned that we have two guests. So up first is going to be James Hederman. Um, So why did we pick James then as our first guest? Yeah, James is great. So James is a manager in our software development team. And I guess James would be one of our main points of contact within the software team for all things recruitment related. And I just felt that James would be really well placed to offer a unique perspective and some really good insight into today's topic, you know, and the differences between, you know, working in a consulting environment versus a non-consulting environment, such as a software company or a product house, for instance. And then we're going to be joined by Sarah Kumsky. So she is from our software testing team. Yeah, absolutely. Sarah is just brilliant. So Sarah is a, a member of the software team, same as James, although she works in the quality assurance side of things. Uh, she's had a really interesting and exciting uh, journey to Bearing Point and since joining Bearing Point. Um, and I just felt, again, similar to James, that she would be really well positioned to provide some really cool insight into what a typical day in the life of a technology consultant looks like. Okay, brilliant. Well, let's kick off the show then. Welcome to Bearing Point Talks, Ireland. So, James, come in, come in, Taras Jock, Taras Jock. Thomas Jock, Sean. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Anoa. James, um, first question. Uh, what is technology consulting and why is it different to other types of technology roles? Okay. Um, it's a difficult question because it's hard to put your finger on exactly what it is. You know, in general, it's helping our clients make best use of technology. And that can be a, a broad range of things from, you know, delivering advice delivering a service, i.e. testing, project management, whatever, or delivering actual software to clients. Um, so really, it depends on whatever the client client needs. And what are some of the advantages of working in technology consulting in your experience, James? Yeah, for me, it's definitely variety. So no two days are the same, no two projects are the same, no two clients are the same. Um, so, you know, you frequently get thrown new challenges, uh, be it getting to grips with a new piece of technology, understanding a new business or a new sector. Um, so it's definitely a variety for me. And that's something that um, that I value. And James, you joined Bearing Point about what, two and a half years ago? Yeah, around that, yeah. Cool. I mean, can you tell us a little bit about your journey to Bearing Point? 
Yeah, so prior to joining, I suppose I spent about 20 years in a range of development roles um, between in-house software development and working on product roles, like I said. Um, so, you know, I got to a point where I was seeking a change, looking for a little more variety, looking for something, a challenge, I guess, that would, you know, keep me on my toes, keep my skill set up to date um, and be constantly learning new things. That was a big thing for me. Great. And I might just jump in there because um, I noticed that you've touched on variety um, and some of your answers. So would you able to just tell us a bit about your day-to-day role? Yeah, well, like I said, no two days are the same. But uh, typically, I mean, you're always working as part of a team um, and often working with other other teams or other third parties. Um, so every day stands, starts with a, a stand-up, um, you know, finding out what everyone's working on or what's what's the plan for the day ahead. Um, a day might involve some workshops, um, some practice work, which is, you know, working with our internal teams on things like recruiting, uh, CSR activities, that sort of thing. Um, and then, you know, with my current client, it's um, delivering enhancements and fixes to their uh, software products. Okay, great. And I was actually back in the office this week for the first time in a while. So are you and your team hybrid at the moment? Are you in the office a few days a week? How are you finding it? It's very much hybrid. Um, so personally, I find it very good. Um, I've really, you know, been able to make the most of the extra time at home um, over the last couple of years. It's good to get into the office from time to time and, and you know, connect with people and see the friendly faces. And um, there are certain things that work well in person. But, um, you know, in general, we've we've really embraced the hybrid way of working. Um, and it's been hugely beneficial, I think. Yeah, I agree. I, I really like the mix. Um, there's a lot of freedom with it as well, which is good. And I might just leave you then with one more question. So what advice would you give to someone that is interested in a career in technology consulting? Um, if someone was thinking about getting into consulting, I'd say they should think about what differentiates them from everyone else in terms of you know, have they worked in a particular sector? Do they have a particular skill set? Something to, to set you apart from the crowd. So, for um, for example, I was at a careers talk recently and someone mentioned that they were moving, transitioning from a farmer background. And, you know, um, that struck me as something that would be hugely advantageous to, uh, to someone moving into consulting. Uh, the other thing I'd say would be to, um, you know, Show that you're passionate about what you do, that you you know happy to keep your skill set up to date. Um, you know, for example, do you ever attend uh, tech talks, or do you do you know any upskilling in your own time? Those sort of things really kind of set people apart from the crowd. Hey, Sarah, how are you? I'm grand, not a bother. How are you, Sean? Very good, very good. Thank you. Brilliant. So, Sarah, if I'm right, you just celebrated your six-year anniversary with Bearing Point. I did indeed, yeah. I joined in April 2016, so that's six years, yeah. Con- congratulations. Thanks, Emil. So, Sarah, can you tell us a little bit about how you got started in Bearing Point? Of course, yeah. So, um, I had originally heard about Bearing Point when I was working for another company who were actually using Bearing Point to build and ordering a billing system for themselves. I had been seconded over to that group to help with the business acceptance testing. Um, and it was from there that I kind of had been introduced to some of the people. So, eventually, a couple of years down the line, I had seen that Bearing Point were looking for software testers. So, I reached out to a guy I knew that worked in Bearing Point and he told me it was a brilliant place to work. So, I applied, he referred me and I applied through him. Um, 
at the end of the process, I, I ended up taking a position as a senior tech analyst on the QA team and the rest is kind of history. So I ended up working on a project in Barron Point for the company that I had moved on from. So it was actually really great to be able to share my knowledge from, you know, from the client side of things, I suppose. So, um, yeah, we were able to get like a really high quality product over to the client. So it was a great first experience on a first project when I joined. So, yeah. Super. And Sarah, what does a typical day for a technology consultant look like? Okay, well, this has changed throughout the years for me now, I have to say. So when I had first joined, as James said earlier, we would also have stand-ups every day. So that's something that continues because we work in a, a scrum team or an agile format. So in the morning, it's a, a stand-up that lasts about 10 minutes. Then kind of in my day-to-day, because I'm in the QA team, um, most of the time we would start out by kind of reviewing user stories and identifying gaps and things like that. So we try to identify um defects early, I suppose. Then as a team, we sort of assign out our user stories and we'll write up test cases for those. Um, developers will then develop the user stories as we are writing our test cases. When the stories are ready to be tested, they'll be assigned to the test team, myself being part of that. Um, I'll run through those test cases that I created and execute them. Sometimes you'll find some more and you'll think of extra bits and pieces that probably need to be tested. Um, once you're happy that you know it's a good quality and that the acceptance criteria have all been met, it will then be assigned to our product owner who will then sign off and say, yes, this is exactly what we were looking for brilliant happy out so it goes then to the client and then they'll be able to test it on their side so for the most part in the beginning it was mostly just kind of you know writing test cases and executing them and as my career has grown with bearing point it means that now as a senior consultant that I definitely have kind of more that I would have to deal with on a day-to-day. So a lot of the time now I get to actually interact with the clients. So I help them with their user acceptance testing. That's a big one at the minute for myself. So that's very much, um, you know, you talk them through all the functionality that has been built and kind of talk them through how we test things and also, you know, show them different parts of the system and we demo things. So there's a lot of that involved. I also would be now more involved in, you know, building test reports, updating our test strategy documents. So there's a lot more things just as a test lead, you kind of naturally have to take on these additional responsibilities. And it's been brilliant because going up the ladder means it's a case that you kind of learn all these things on the way quite effortlessly. So that's, that's, where my day-to-day is now at the minute is some reports and then still a lot of test execution. So it's great. That's really interesting. That is completely different to my day-to-day job in marketing. So it's good to hear. (laughs) I would say so. (laughs) And then I guess for anyone who's looking to become a technology consultant, do you think that they need to have specific characteristics to apply or anything like that? Um, I think there's some that are probably very useful. So I think obviously with a lot of jobs in consulting, it's definitely good to have good communication skills. So just obviously that you have, you know, you're able to talk and and, and get to know what people are looking for whenever you're drilling into getting some requirements out of clients and things like that as well. It's very, very helpful to have good communication and also a positive attitude towards your work definitely helps because there's a lot of changes that are happening. So adaptability would be another one, I suppose, but you need to have a positive attitude towards those things so that you're, you're ready for the change and you're ready for whatever's going to come next. So I think that's definitely great. Um, and also then just with the adaptability, there's a lot of different tools and technologies that we use. So it's, it's good to be, you know, ready to take those things on and actually like wanting to learn. So like a drive to learn new technologies and even some older ones in some case is always brilliant to have for somebody who's going into consulting. I would definitely say for somebody going into a QA consultant role that they should 
have a keen eye for detail. That's always great in um, quality assurance and as well to be kind of thinking of your end user and what way are they going to use this application. So a bit of bit of end user thought, I suppose, is another one. But um, adaptability, good communication and a positive attitude, I think, are always great. No, they're great. Brilliant. And then um, I myself and Bearing Point am involved in the CSR committee. So I was just wondering, are there any groups or initiatives um, that you're involved in outside your day-to-day role? So since the pandemic, I kind of took a backseat on a few of them because a lot of them would have been in person, I suppose. Um, there's some things that I do participate in. So the, the Sports and Social Club is one, I think, that most people in the company in Ireland are part of it. Um, they've definitely done some really cool things, like they've done Jump Zone in the past, which I attended as well as we've done like escape rooms and a lot of kind of events like that where it's it, it, it's fun and also then during the pandemic showing that like we needed to do something different they actually did a drive-in cinema so people could go and see each other and from a distance obviously but uh, that was amazing so there's loads of other things like that so that would be something that I would frequently take part in I suppose Um it's good as well because you get to see people in a social setting rather than in the office. But um, yeah. I've taken part in some CSR activities in the past. Now, there would have been one that I set up that I really enjoyed. And unfortunately, just with the way things went, we couldn't keep doing it. But I used to do Pancake Tuesday and try to raise money for Cry. So what I do is basically cook up about 100 pancakes for people in the office. And then they come in and like, obviously, to give money to charity for them and then yeah it built morale in the office and I thought it was really fun and it was also great to do something for a charity and um, there's loads of other ones that I unfortunately haven't um like unfortunately due to project commitments haven't been involved in but the LGBTQ plus one would be one that would be close to my heart and the women's infinity group so there's loads of opportunities to contribute to good causes like that yeah no I agree um I found myself as well when joining Bearing Point just joining these kind of committees like the CSOR team and um, it just allows you to meet people who you might not necessarily deal with normally in your day-to-day role so it's a great way to meet people um as well which i liked absolutely definitely it is and it's a case that it's not about work so you can kind of get to know the people rather than just what what we're working with so yeah it does absolutely like give a good social aspect to work yeah definitely and it'll be great now to have a few more sports and social events in person now over the next few months as well oh yeah absolutely looking forward to them (laughs) brilliant thanks for that thank you so much was great Sean really interesting um I didn't actually realize how much variety there was in both James and Sarah's day-to-day role yeah for sure uh, just two really interesting stories and journeys Madison you know just fascinating to listen to how many different projects they've been involved in working with different clients across different industries um yeah like I said just just fascinating and then if our listeners are looking for more information where can they go yeah, I think the best resource, Madison, would be our careers website. That's bearingpointcareers.ie. There's a full list of all our current opportunities there on the website. And we know based on feedback that another area of the site that people typically tend to spend a while browsing is on the meet the team section, where there's some really interesting um, profiles who provide really good insight into what a typical day in the life of a technology consultant looks like. So that's definitely worth checking out. That was great, Sean. Uh, Well, I look forward to seeing you now in the next few weeks if we're back in the office. Catching up in person will be nice. Yeah, for sure. Sounds good, Madison. 